Hey, everyone. <laughs> Bruce is doing a silent protest right now. He's making me introduce the program this morning uh, or evening, wherever you are. Hey, Bill's gone uh, in Atlanta, I believe. That's what he said. Or yeah. did he say he's taking Mylanta? My, I can't yeah, remember. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But of magnesia. it's the three of us. And uh, look, it's two weeks before Christmas. Um, we're not on our game right now. Not There's so a lot. We're tying a lot of things together. And at the start of the new year, we've got a whole new uh, subject that we're going to start up for you. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. But right, it's a secret. Though. It <laughs> is. Yeah. So, we're so, so far, it's right a now. secret to us. Yeah. <laughs> but these last two weeks, uh, we sat around just a few minutes ago and said, we got nothing, do we? And then I thought, uh, that it would be great for David to share. There's there's something going on in David's life right now with his kids in their family that, to me... <laughs> that sounds know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some hidden yeah, issues. Yeah, that, that's yeah. right. Are, are he spends a lot of time in the lot. cellar. I've been you know. fired. Yeah. <laughs> Twice, actually. <laughs> it's not taken. Twice <laughs> in the same day. Never even rehired. Just fired and then fired again. <laughs> we don't like him that much. <laughs> Um, no, it, 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 sometimes it's possible to hear a theology of grace and not tie together the applications of grace and what grace looks like in a family, in our marriages, with our children. And we would all say, anyone who knows David, for a variety of reasons, God has given, he and Kelsey, um, an incredible intentionality with their family and their children and great David, great love, 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 love for his children. Kelsey also. And how does that work out? What does that look like? We all can say that, but what does that look like when a family gets sick? Like, say, for a long season of time where there's, say, no break. Yeah. And watching, watching you, David in the middle of it, and hearing some of your input of how you view it yeah. uh, has been, to me, is one of the fruits of someone who's living out of their identity in an environment of grace. So uh, maybe if you could explain just the last couple of months. Well, I, I, I was thinking about someone recently asked my wife. They said, you know, they're talking about life, God, grace, and Kelsey said something along the lines of, I know that God is real, if only because um, how much God has changed my husband in, mm. these, in these years in a, in a good way. Mm. And I thought that was a really, really cool thing because, one, I can take no credit for that. Um, what did you say would not be on your tombstone? Uh, I said? The champion of positivity. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not exactly everyone's, you know, glass f- all the way full yeah. or half full. I'm like a There's glass, no glass quarter full yeah, yeah. kind of, if, kind if of guy. If you ask David's opinion on a restaurant, you're not going to get fluff. Yeah. You're going to get yeah, an you're honest. Get, I've always been told I've been, so you're honest then, yeah. huh? <laughs> Little brute. Yeah. Um, and so we talk about this message. Well, Jesus... When you get to meet him without the shame, when you get to enjoy him without the sense of not being good enough, 
it really does change so many things. And very practically, so my family um, has been sick, just with uh, small ailments. Um, nothing like, like some people are going through. But we've had croup, and we've had uh, hand, foot, and mouth, and we've had throwing up, and we've had the flu and the cold, and now we've got something new. And so it's been about a solid three months of our kids being sick and us being sick all while Kelsey's in her busiest season. And and that can be very, very difficult. And, um, and yet, I think what John has picked up on from what I've been talking about is God has given me this unbelievable peace toward the back end of this, almost the ability to laugh at it, because it's like when you go through something that for a while you're just, you're upset about it, you're angry about it, you're overwhelmed, and then on eventually you realize how good God is. Mm. That in the midst of um, things you think you can't handle, and again, I, I really want to preface this with, my kids don't have cancer, my kids don't have, yeah. so this isn't, these are just the small things of life that feel overwhelming, and then you get these moments of seeing God as as so good, and and so I haven't been able to do much high school leadership lately. I haven't been able to hang out with my guys. I could I could give you a list of eight things that would make me feel like I'm not doing well enough. Aside from my own personal life, which I can screw up pretty royally at any given point. But when you're in an environment where you are actively, actively, actively told to rely on the fact that you are not a disappointment to God. You do not have to do a certain amount of things, a certain perfect way to be impressive to people or to God. Um, when, you, when you get to believe that, it's so important yeah. because I do feel bad that I, I'm, not, I'm not doing the things that I usually do. I'm not showing up at the places I usually show up at. I'm never at church. I'm never, I'm just not at places. And um, to not have to go to a place of br- blaming my children for always being sick or blaming yeah. the, the people at church for not screening out the kids that are sick to, um, because of my shame. Yeah. When you don't have to, to operate out of your shame, you don't blame as much. Yeah. Um, you don't get as testy with your wife. And you're able to have sweet moments in the midst of insanity um, where you get to love your kids even more than you would have. I mean, I get more cuddles during sick time than I ever would other times. And so I get sick more often, of course. (laughs) So uh, there's a sweetness in the midst of these small trials that grace gives you eyes to see. Not always. Um... But as we go into the Christmas and we have families that we can barely get along with and we have not as much as we might like or, or whatever, I, I'm, I'm not going to say to you, well, think about the people in... No. But do think about the life that Jesus right now is offering you and amidst the small and sometimes overwhelming amount of small things that just are knocking you down. It's incredible. It's incredible to enjoy Jesus, enjoy family, and enjoy people who just keep asking you, how are you doing? I'm doing, I'm not very good, thank yeah. you. And and they go, oh, okay. And uh, so it's sweet. Well, I, I do want to say, you came in when I thought the sickness was long gone. And you said, I asked how, how it's going. You said, well, uh, they're all sick again. 
and we're all sick. And I thought, I don't think, other than Amy's uh, pneumonia, I don't think we ever had a bout in our family where our family was sick that long. And I thought, oh, David, are you just hanging on? And, And your statement that night, you created a picture for me of, because you know I'm not on the performance treadmill, because you know um, I don't have anything to prove to anyone, I'm no longer on the ambition course of, right Right now I should be doing this so I could be great, mm-hmm. which could, could easily be a course yeah. you could be on. And you still are incredibly highly competent and uh, get a ton done, even in this season. But you were able to stop and say, we're all sick. And we're all just laying around, like, accomplishing nothing. And we're having the time of our lives. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great gift that I don't think everybody understands or has. And, yeah, or would tie to, and I really do, I tie it to being free from shame. Yeah. Because I still am driven to be something better all the time. And I get That's to right. keep being reminded right. it's not it's not about that. I really want it to be because I want to be impressive and I want it, this life to be. I want it to be as much as it. And then I get reminded again. Okay, that's not that's not that's not what it's about. And I'm gonna need to be reminded about every hour of every day. But in those moments when I just get to live free, and and it's almost like I I'm not trying to live free. I just look back and I go, that was four hours of freedom. Whoa. But, but won't that create a pattern, a lifestyle that will give you significance? It, it, not just in your family, but will translate, because you are going to yeah. do significant things. You are going to do, it's in your very nature to do competency and ability and skill set and all those things. Well, yeah, it's like what we've been talking about, those ladders, right, Bruce? I mean, when you've right. you got a bunch of capacity, you could be the world's biggest jerk. That's right. But when you learn to love well and when you learn to get released from who you think you should be and released into God's um, vision for you and going through suffering and all that, it's always going to take you to a different place. Yeah, I think part of um, this whole discussion is uh, leading to an implication in my in my thinking that that is that you become um, a a safe place for people to hang out with, yeah. whether they hang out in your home when your kids aren't sick, yeah. uh, and they come into a space that feels um, like there's settled peace mm-hmm. in in the place, like there's a sense of Embrace and acceptance, a sense of listening, uh, uh, because you're not focused on yourself, you're focused on others. Become a host, a kind of a roving host of peace and safety for people. Um, and it's, it's just illustrated this week with children. Sure. But you can That's do right. that same thing with spouses and friends <clears throat> and people that uh, you have regularly streamed through your life to be a, be that safe peacemaking host and grace does that yeah there is something about being around somebody who you feel like they should be complaining and they're just chilling 
And you're like, yeah. what is up with you? And and they don't have to be talking about the lesson they're learning. They're right. just, and you just want to be around them. You're like, yeah. how are you doing that in the midst of chaos? Yeah. yeah. Let me be with you. That's right. I don't think I'm there yet, but yeah. <laughs> it's a nice uh, thing to be enjoying sm- yeah. smatterings of. In, uh, in filmmaking, we often say, uh, well, let's, let's show that. Let's not tell that. Yeah. And I think of the same thing with any man or woman who has this sense about them of God's settled acceptance and endorsement of them not needing to prove a thing, knowing that they will, but not needing to, that there is this sense of they, they show. They don't have to tell. It's just automatically, organically a part of the relationship. And that, that is what a, a, a really genuine lover of others is about. Amen. Well, here's hoping your, your children and grandchildren get mild illnesses uh, yeah. causing <laughs> throw-up. Merry that, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Something more than neuralgia, uh, but, but less than big yeah. stuff. So you'll need that, my lanta. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh.